This is an average fan podcast hosted by Benny Hanna. Continue to like, rate, and subscribe. Make sure to share. Now streaming on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. You are now listening to the In and Out podcast hosted by L. Jones. Hey, we're back, y'all. In and Out Hoops podcast. Your host, L. Jones. What a weekend of hoops we had. Y'all, we got to break it down. We got to talk about it. Man, Russell Westbrook, that equals entertainment. Dame Little went crazy. The Lakers completed a major comeback. We got some teams staying hot, trending in the right direction. And y'all going to hear me talk about it right now on this Hoops podcast. So thank y'all for continuing to rate, like, subscribe, sharing the podcast, getting it out there. We can't do it without y'all. It's key functional growth. Okay. Right. Together. Everybody achieves. We all know that. So we got some news today, y'all. So apparently LeBron James looking like he might be out in an extended period of time with that injury in which he can be seen on national television on many cameras saying that he heard it pop. He did finish that game, and that's a game that we'll kind of talk about here in a little bit. Um Tough blow for the Lakers, man. Like, who is D-Lo, then it's LeBron, and just when you got some things going in your way. Russell Westbrook, y'all, that name equals entertainment, okay? So on Friday night, as we recap the weekend of events, he made his debut with the Clippers, and we saw the social media buildup of Russ and this Clippers just coming together, just everybody knows that it's it's the perfect fit for him. The the team, the team identity matches his identity. It just flows, right? It works. Russ was smiling in practice. Everybody was big on that. Oh, look how happy he looks. I saw that same thing with the Lakers, so going somewhere with that. That game he made his Clippers debut in had to be arguably one of the most entertaining games that you could possibly think of when we're talking about a 176 to 175 double overtime thriller. Mr. Westbrook in that game gives you 17 points, 14 assists. He did file out in 39 minutes of action. For those who are counting, seven credited turnovers. Is that theme kind of doomed the Clippers in this game, the turnovers? 20-plus turnovers. You can't really. That's tough. That's tough. One name. One name I'll give you. Malik Monk. If you're a Lakers fan, you're cringing right now because that's the same guy that y'all had last year. You knew what he was doing for you last year. Let him slip. And boy, did it pay. Does it poof? He lit up the Clippers for 45 off the bench. Whoo! 45 points off the bench, y'all. That was some great action. 
double overtime thriller, as I said. Great game. If y'all got NBA TV, they'll probably end up showing it as the marquee matchup. Uh, if you got YouTube, hey, man, go find some clips. Check that out. If you got the NBA yet, hit it up. Knicks, they were staying hot, y'all. Um, winners of five straight. Moving up. Trying to move up in them Eastern Conference, y'all. Um, as we look at current standings as of right now, we got the Knicks sitting in the seventh spot. Sixth spot. My bad. Miami's in the seventh. Knicks fans don't hate me. So they're right there, y'all. Making a push. Winners of uh yeah, winners of five straight, eight and two in their last ten. Playing some playing some real decent ball. And the crazy thing is they're playing really good on the road. Decent enough. They're 18 and 12 on the road. So it's not bad considering the best team with the best record uh, in the Eastern Conference is 20 and 10. So take that as what you may. Um, the 7 through 10 seeds in the East are really about to battle it out, y'all. I just really want to know who do you think will emerge the leader out of this pack? When we're talking about 7 through 10, we're talking about the Miami Heat, the Atlanta Hawks, the Toronto Raptors, and the Washington Wizards. Wizards being about three and a half out of that seven spot. Atlanta surging on here strong as their winner of two straight. Since the firing of Nate, they have now uh, gotten their new coach who just signed a five-year deal, and that is Quinn Snyder from the Utah Jazz. So we'll see what type of flavor he will bring the Hawks. Um, but we're going, we're going to keep a hold of that. Um, Toronto, Toronto was doing good. Uh, they were on a little win streak. They got beat by the Cavs last night, uh, seven and three over their last 10. So this Eastern conference race is bottom half. It's going to get real interesting as we, as we progress along. It's a three and a half game separation between seven and six. So take that as you may. Well, Friday night, what else did we see, L? We saw Memphis taking care of the Nuggets at home. Five games out of first place in the West. That's one thing I talked about on my last episode, last pot. <sighs> Just can't really trust the Nuggets right now. I know that they have Jokic. I know what Jokic brings. Michael Porter Jr., man, he's an awesome baller. He's probably about two years away from really being who he is going to become. I think defensively he'll have to bring it a little bit more, put on just a little tad bit more size, just a tad bit. About seven and a half pounds, he'll probably be good. But I think the Nuggets, they just have that, that, that real jazz-esque about them right really you, you do you know what i mean like utah when they had gobert um when they had donovan conley do we remember how utah would look so good during the regular season through those stints and then they would just kind of fall apart in the playoffs somehow i'm not underestimating denver i just don't at the way the western conference is really just built up right when we talk about them being the one seed, then you got two. I'm going to give you two through eight. Two through eight, y'all. And let's see what matchups you think they will really 
win in the seven game series. So you got Memphis, Sac Sacramento, uh, Phoenix, Clippers, Mavs, Golden State, Utah. Outside of Utah, I know clear everybody's like, well, I mean, they just beat the Clippers. Hold your horses on that one. Hold your horses. But when we really look at this, Golden State healthy can give them issues, right? Dallas with Luka. We know what Phoenix represents. Sacramento is a team in which, you know, people were talking about how the Lakers were eyeing a first-round matchup with them. But as I said, you get this news that LeBron might be out a couple of weeks. No D-Lo. You don't, I mean, it's going to be Schroeder and AD. Can Schroeder really put that load on his back now? Like, what does this Laker team look like? Just when you're getting some momentum and some traction, trying to work your way in that play-in, you're a game out of the play-in. Like, you're one game behind New Orleans. So, just when you think things was going to go right for the Lakers. Anyway, back on Denver. Denver has been a good team, but they're only 15-15 and 15 away from the crib. That could become a problem in a series in which you lose one game you shouldn't. So Memphis taking them down, it is what it is. Memphis is another team. Very bad away from home. 11 and 18. This is something to really kind of keep your eye on. Like I said, especially when you're talking about making a deep playoff run. Look at this, like Phoenix, good at home, but they're 12 and 19 away from the crib. The Clippers, 18 to 16, winning record. Um, 12 and 19, that's Dallas. 7 and 23, that's Golden State. 11 and 19. I could keep going on this list on and on. No one's really good away from the crib. So, like I said, there's something that you really need to keep keep an eye on, especially when we get down this home stretch. So, those are my thoughts on Denver. Now, Lakers completed a 27-point comeback to keep their playoff hopes alive as they knocked off the Mavericks 111 to 108. Teams were 0 and 138 when trailing by 27 points or more. So, how impressive was this win for the Lake Show? In a game in which we saw Luka Doncic kill him with the dribble drive kickouts to open shooters who were they just couldn't miss. The ball wasn't even touching the rim. Most people turned away. I'm done with this. They were able, they being the Lakers, were able to win this game by only making six. Yes, six three-point shots, shooting an abysmal 17% from the three-point strike. But i tell you what happened. The Lakers, they punished the Mavericks in the paint. Doubling them up, they scored 62 points to the Mavs, 32. So out, out scored them by 30 in the paint and out rebounding them by eight. Hmm. So what are our thoughts, y'all? Like, This was a game Dallas shouldn't have lost. We heard the comments of uh, Jason Kidd after the game saying that he's not the savior. 
and that they got to grow up. That was a game they should not have lost. Um, and that, that hurts when it comes to seeding. You win that game, you're 33 and 30. You're effectively up there with the Clippers. Um, real close. You're still close, but real close to the sun. So every game really is magnified in the Western Conference right now. Trey Young, he hit a, he hit a game winner yesterday, y'all. He hit a game winner against Brooklyn. Boy, Trey Young, man, he's been balling out lately. Um, no Nate McMillan. Y'all can kind of do the math. Y'all kind of know what's up. I'm not going to say that boy was quitting on the team, but if you feel like you should be used a certain way, then it is what it is. Um, the Nets seem like they're coming back down to reality, even though they got a very long and tall team. Uh, the Hawks put up 37 on them in that first 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 stanza. So, solid home win for the Hawks as they look to really lock down a spot in the playoffs. Then we got a Suns-Bucks matchup. No Giannis, no Kevin Durant, but it still went down to the wire. It still was a great game. The Suns need Kevin Durant to come ASAP. And I kind of think by certain comments being made by, you know, teammates, you know, sarcasm is a mug, but sometimes there's a little truth in every joke. How you know Devin Booker's like, oh, the only all-star we got is Kevin Durant. He might be the one who really is going to save their season this year. Because they hit a stretch when Book was out. They just look horrible. And Milwaukee is a team that they play great. They play really good defense. They stretch the floor. They got bigs who can shoot threes. So they're real modernized with their game, and they bring it on both ends. That pickup of Jay Crowder with familiarity coming back to Milwaukee looms large. And, of course, he hits three dagger three two dagger threes in the corner right in clutch time to really stick it to his former team so take that as you may you love the gritness about jay crowder and what he brings defensively him and drew they're just too much to deal with as we saw drew holiday just go off we also seen a great matchup between on saturday y'all i'm backtracking i'm all over the place y'all stay with it though so that nightcap, can we talk about that nightcap for a second? The Sixers and the Celtics, what a good game that was, right? Because this weekend we saw two, three quarters, three-fourths of a of a full court length shots. One by Joel Embiid, one by Paul George, both nothing but net, but both did not count as they were, they were shot just as the buzzer was about to, was a buzz, well, the buzzer went off. So, with the Sixers, they played a very solid game. Came out, kind of took it to the Celtics early. Celtics flipped the switch in that second half. Shout out to that, that man, Joe Mazzula, man. He's coaching his butt off. I did not believe he was going to be that good of a coach. Hey, sometimes you're wrong, and it's fine. But Jason Tatum, with the game winning three, mm-hmm. He said he called game. He called game. So I'm with it. I'm with it, y'all. And then the next night, as I said, when we, those who stayed up late enough, were watching the Clippers and the Nuggets go at it in the overtime game. So now 
the Clippers have played a total of three overtimes, right? Double overtime against the Kings and overtime against the Nuggets. In this one, um, when we really look at it, what what do we get from the Joker, right? Everybody's talking about Joel Embiid, and he's going to be the runaway favorite with the MVP, and how can he? And I, and I feel that because I think Joel really is going to, he's going to lay it all out to get that MVP. But it's crazy because Joker is just doing him. 40-point trip dub. When he gets a trip dub, guess what? They don't lose. Those are facts. So Joker's tough, man. We give him a lot because he's just unorthodox. He doesn't look the prettiest, not the sexiest. But the passes that he makes, the IQ. Yo, can we just call Nikola Jokic? Can we just call him Peyton Manning? He is the Peyton Manning of the NBA right now, right? He's long, he's lanky, he's not sexy, he doesn't look great, but dang, like he will dissect your defense. He's gonna rebound you, he's gonna hustle, I'll hustle you. 40 points, 17 rebounds, 10 assists. Make it make sense, y'all. I'm not making a case for him to be the MVP, but I mean, if we take, if we take, Right, most valuable player. If we take Joel Embiid off of that team, they still have James Harden. They still should be a playoff, a play-in team at least, at least. If we take the Joker out of Denver, are they the number one seed? And I know a lot of y'all are like, I mean, what you mean? What kind of question is that? But just really think about that, y'all. Like. When we think about MVP, it has to be these sexy numbers and this and that. Can we get back down to what the acronym really means? Most valuable player. Take these men off of their teams. What do we really have left? So, it's not to say, hey, you know, that's unfair to Joel. I mean, Joel's balling out. But guess what? That's what happens when people compete. At a high level. Somebody's going to lose out. But who means more to their team? Let's just stop giving this away to give it away. Who really means more to their team? Point blank period. Simple stuff here. But they went out, man. Great game. Love to see this in the first round matchup. Nuggets and Clippers. Second round matchup. I got to have it in the playoffs, though. That's something I'm looking to see. Everybody's... Everybody's talking about Russ being benched, man. Sat down in the whole fourth quarter in overtime. What's really going on? Yeah, I paused. It was a long pause because we saw this with the Lakers, right? The Lakers went with a trend of where they were not playing him in in four quarters. Now, I imagine the next game that they play, I'm pretty sure Russell Westbrook will he will go ahead and he will play the fourth quarter, but, but why not? Right? Why? Did, see, this is what's crazy, right? People pull up the receipts. They're like, "Hey, Ty Lue said we want Russ to be Russ, but just not on the court in clutch time, right?" Did he? Was that fine print or something in his statement? I mean, really, what is it? Was the man brought in to help you or not? Is it just a, a shadow so largely loomed? 
on on this Russell Westbrook that is he damaged goods at this point? The man still can hoop, right? Regardless if he was the right fit for the Lakers or not. The man still brings some talent. He brings something to your team. I feel like the Lakers still could have used him. They just had to be committed to it. He fits in with, uh, with the with the Clippers. And it's just like he's doing good. And you're like, no, we're going to sit you. We're going to... We're going to sit you down, which it, it did make sense to me. But, hey, I'm not a, I'm not paid millions of dollars to make that decision. But I don't think I would have sat him down. No disrespect to Aaron Gordon, but he didn't give you anything either. So that says what it says. But if you're going to get Russ, uh, you think you might want to play him, right? Just thinking out loud, right? Um, So... My boy Jimmy Butler, man, he said he's tired of losing. He's tired of losing, y'all. What is Miami missing right now? What are they missing? They're currently up on Philly by eight at the half. Check that out. It's on NBA TV. What are the Heat missing? They go out to get Kevin Love. Kevin Love is not this. He's not going to be a transcendent piece. He's going to just flip the switch for the Heat. No. What do they need? They need their point guard for one. They need a point guard for one. I think Miami needs to go ahead and tear it apart, rebuild it. Um, I just don't, I really don't believe in Miami right now. And defensively, they haven't been playing the same. So they got to, they kind of got to get back to their identity as who they are as a team. But their, their position and their standing, like that's going to be key going forward too. Um, as they're in that seven seed, they have to start winning games. Like they're losers of four straight. They're four and six in their last ten. When I'm talking about teams like what team can they really catch? Or what team can really fall below them? And you're looking at this Nets team, losers of two straight. They're three and seven over the last ten. They're the only team right now currently in the top six in the Eastern Conference who has really had a losing record in their last ten games. We know what the Bucks are on. The Bucks are on that 14 game win streak. They're two and they're tending on their last 10. Boston is eight and two. Uh you got Philly and Cleveland. They're both seven and three. And then the Knicks at eight and two. So they're not trending in the right direction, obviously. That can work in the Heat's favor, but they're on a similar trajectory as they're four and six. So they have to turn it around. They have some things that they have to get corrected, obviously. But Jimmy is really, Jimmy is like that good used tire that you get, right? To hold you over till you get a new set. And they really just rolled Jimmy out. Jimmy is a great player, man. And I hate to use, he, he's a new tire, right? He's not a used tire, but you get what I'm saying, right? They done balled him out, man. Hate to see that, man. Jimmy probably should have stayed in Philly boy Jimmy leaving just really messed up that Philadelphia franchise shout out Ben Simmons but needless to say this has been real y'all this has been your host L Jones in and out Hoops podcast continue to rate like subscribe share the podcast and we out